0: to Come Up Higher 2020. I'm your host, Shalina Steason. I always wanted to talk to you guys today about um, just something that the Lord, I feel like I'm getting impressions in my spirit um, when I've been asking him what he wants to say to his uh, sons and daughters in the church. And he just reminded me of uh, how I've been observing uh, toddlers when they feel like they're powerless they start to cry and they start to they can scream and uh, just in powerless powerlessness then you feel like you can't do anything that you're a kind of a victim of whatever whoever has uh, mercy on you whatever they whatever mercy they give you is what you're gonna have um but I feel like The Lord was wanting to remind His church or the church that you have together with Christ when, when Jesus was crucified and rose from the dead, that you also rose with Him and He is seated on the right hand of the Father. And that is the, that is the seat that shows the Father's power and a place of authority. And you are in Christ. You are seated with him, in him. I just wanted to remind you um, that it's not some special type of uh, Christian. This is for all believers. All believers that believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross for your sins. And for your sin. And then was in the grave three days. And rose was in the resurrection power that came from the holy spirit rose from the dead and you rose with him when you read it in in romans it's talking about how we are uh the whole mystery behind that and um was also reminded in uh, ephesians uh it's in the first chapter it's, it's talking to us about we are in Christ. And even Paul is praying for the church to grasp this um, this truth as their revelation, as something they know, as something that can be illuminated inside their spirits, in their souls. And I just wanted to read that so you guys can also see that every single believer has a authority to speak to their circumstances, to speak to things that are uh, kind of harassing you, intimidating you, and speak with authority because you are in Christ. So he has given you power of attorney to use his name. But it's that relationship, it's that intimate dependency uh, that we have upon him that we can use his name, because it's, it rises inside of us, like almost like a righteous in, indignation for things that are coming against us. Because the devil has no power unless you give it to him, unless he functions through people on this earth. But directly towards you, if you think of this spiritual entity, uh, the the devil has no power against you. He he tries to make you give your authority up, your dominion up to him so he can use uh, to make you think that he has power. He intimidates you. He harasses you and will even try to seduce you to give him your authority that you have. So um, in Ephesians, uh, the first chapter, it's talking about in the third verse, it's talking about Um, all, this is the first chapter and the third verse of Ephesians. All praise to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. We are in Christ. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ. To be holy and without fault in his eyes. So because of what Jesus Christ has done. That you are holy in the eyes of your father. Because of what Jesus Christ has done. Because we are hidden in Christ. You are seen as holy inside uh, to your father. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. By bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And he gave. And it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. And then it talks about his glorious plan. And um, further on in the first chapter, it's talking about just a prayer that we would grasp what we have. This resurrection power that this is what we have and we have to grasp it. We have to receive a revelation of it. And that's, that's something that's coming, um, illuminated in our souls of what we have, where we already are seated in Christ in a place of authority. If you see, I worked with people that had power of attorney when they would come into the bank. They, I had to treat them just as they were the, the person that they were signing their name was. They were making decisions just as the person who gave them power of attorney would make those decisions. And we see that also when, um, you go from a, um, a child to a man or something like that or, yeah, in the Jewish culture that uh, the Greek word weos that was that you actually the father could send his son just as he was going himself because the son knew exactly how the father would make a decision. And so he was mature and was able to be called a weos son or the son wios, um, making a decision as his father would make it. And we being in Christ and dwelling and abiding in him, we can speak and use his name just as he would use his own name. So ever since I first heard of your strong faith in the Lord, Jesus and your love for God's people everywhere, I have not stopped thanking God for you. I pray for you constantly asking God, the glorious Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he's asking the Father of our glorious Lord Jesus Christ to give you spiritual wisdom and insight. And this is this revelation. This is illumination of this truth. Uh, So that you might grow in the knowledge of God. I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light. This is the revelation light, so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. I also pray that you will understand understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe him. So do, do you believe that you are seated in Christ? that you can use his name, like power of attorney, use his name as he would use his own name. And that comes in. We are already there, but we need an illumination of who he is, just like a son becoming a o son in the Jewish culture. We will begin to uh, sense the presence of the Holy Spirit and um and how he is moving and know his word and his ways and when things are not going along or harassment from the enemy intimidation from the enemy we sense this indignation this thing that's going off inside of us as the spirit um and we are stirred to speak to these, these obstacles in our path these things that are harassing us intimidating us and say be moved remove yourself from the path you speak in jesus name just as jesus would speak to that an obstacle in his path and say remove move now so just as jesus would say that we would say it as well and that's where we are we're seated at the right hand of the father in christ who believe him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead. And how appropriate it is that we are coming into this Easter and Posca weekend, um, where we are focusing, Jesus did die, but he was resurrected from the dead. And he is alive. And he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And you are seated there in him. And see him in the place of honor at God's right hand in the heavenly realms. Now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader, anything else. Not only in this world, but also in the world to come. God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. And the church in his body is his body. It is made full and complete by Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. So, I want you to grasp this. You are in Christ. You are seated with him as he is seated on the right hand of the Father in the heavenly realms. And Jesus, he's speaking um, in John eight thirty one to 32 He says, So Jesus was saying to the Jews who had believed him, if you abide in my word continually, obeying my teachings and living in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And and it also has like a note here from the dominion of sin. So it will set you free from being a slave to sin. But that knowing, the knowing is an intimate knowing. Is actually if you go into that word in, um, the Greek word, it actually uses a Jewish word for intercourse. So it's intimately knowing the truth. It's not just hearing of it and giving a mental assent. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Um, I'm not sure if I, I I definitely have heard that. So I know it in that I have heard it before, but it's not that it's intimately knowing it. It's getting into the relationship with the truth to where it has become a part of you. It's become one. It's so one with you just as a man and a wife would come and become one after they've become married. So you see this intimate knowing, knowing the truth will set you free. So this is uh, what Jesus is saying. He says, um, if you abide in my word, obeying my teachings, you are truly my disciples, and the truth will set you free. So knowing these truths, they will set you free. They will set you free from the spirit of fear that is that is causing for everyone to cower down, for everyone to think that maybe they can get sick by this, uh, this virus that is going around the world. But if you know who you are in Christ and that knowing has become so intimate as in uh, a knowing like intercourse knowing, then that, that revelation will set you free from any fear Of getting anything because you know what Jesus Christ has done on the cross. You know that you are seated in him. You know the power, the resurrection power that is in you, the life of Christ that is in you. You will not be afraid of these things that are around you. You will not be afraid of any viruses. You will not be afraid of any obstacles in your way you will not be afraid of any harassment from the enemy you will not be afraid of that because the life of christ is inside of you and you are seated at the right hand of the father in christ so mark 16 is talking about the signs of the believer in the signs of the believer It says, and then he told them, go into the world and preach the good news to everyone. This is good news. If you can intimately know this truth in you, that has become a revelation. It's become light in your heart. This truth has become intimate for you. A revelation for you. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These who or these miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And we have an example of of Paul when he's on the island of Malta, and he was sticking his hand. Uh, Towards the fire and uh, stirring the fire, and a snake, a very poisonous, deadly snake, came out and bit him on the hand, and he just shook it off. And that's that's exactly what we what we walk in as believers. We walk in the same thing. It's every believer. It doesn't say special, super Christians. It says every believer. This will be signs of the believer. Do you intimate, intimately know the truth and believe, believe intimately, know and believe and do what he says. This is signs of the believers. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it will not hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. That is what you as a believer, that is what you walk in, that you are working together with the Holy Spirit and this intimate abiding and dwelling dependency upon him, knowing him and knowing his ways through the word, through discussing and keeping the truths on your lips. This is uh, just an example of of how the Lord was showing me a lot of these, especially um, everything with my authority in him. Um, I was reading John G. Lake. Of course, whenever you had the Ebola, Ebola virus in South Africa, that was a deadly virus. It, within like, a, was it like an hour or something or even less, that people would die if they got it on their skin. Um, they were so scared of it. But he said that you can put this on my skin and and these will die. I will not catch the virus. He had an, a revelation of the life of Christ in him. Um, and they actually did. They took the virus and put his hand or his arm underneath the micro uh, microscope. And the virus died as it was on his skin. So life of Christ is so much more powerful than any virus, anything that can be named. It has to bow and and, uh, any of these sicknesses, it says, a uh, sign of a believer, you lay your hands on the sick and they will recover. That is a sign of a believer. But, uh, the Lord was showing me when I was, I think it was around 21, I would get these like almost like, um, daydreams or something as I was walking home. Uh, and I would be like in an alley and I would have all these awful, Demonic figures on the sides of the alley with the trash cans and everything as I was walking and they were yelling at me and uh, And as I would continue to walk home like these these demonic figures They would yell at me and and shout at me and I was I was scared I was really scared whenever I was seeing these things and I wouldn't go through the alley in my in my daydream but when I uh, came to uh, Norway uh, there's uh, different times that I was uh, walking on a, um, going out in nature and walking. And then automatically I would have like one of these daydreams again. It would just start as I was walking. It's like almost like a, I would see a daydream as I was walking. And this happened uh, three times at different times. And the uh, the second time it happened, I seen the exact same alley and uh, demonic figures that were, uh, would kind of shout at me, yell at me. And I'd say, go in Jesus name. And they kind of like, almost look like, like they're like, do you really believe that you have this? Do you know? And they would, they would test you. They would, um, like kind of shout at you. And when you would say go in Jesus name, then they would like kind of stay there. They would be silent, but they would stay there. It's like, uh, you know, I don't want to go you know like if you think that you just say it once they would stay but I was like no they have to go and I was like you know the Lord is teaching me about my authority like no and this thing it just I in the in the daydream it rose up inside of me no they have to go and I spoke again to them and then they their eyes they got like you could see that they were getting afraid and then I spoke one more time, and this, I knew that they had to go after this, and I spoke, go in Jesus' name, and they all scattered. Uh, then I had this one other time, and as soon as I seen it, I, you know, they were almost hiding, because they knew, I knew who I was in Christ, and they knew, uh, they all were almost trying to hide from me, uh, and I spoke to them, go in Jesus' name, and they scattered and, um, there was, uh, another time when after my first, uh, child was born, she was like two, almost three, I think. And we were going on a walk and we were going to feed some ponies. And, uh, she was like getting grass and she was gonna feed the ponies. But, um, when she was feeding the ponies, the, um, the grass started to uh fall down from her hands and so when she was feeding the ponies she like the grass basically had fallen out of her hand and um the pony bit her hand and uh, she started just crying so so much and I didn't know what had happened but then when I seen her finger there was like this indention and there was already starting to get like the the blood the bruising and everything and she was just screaming I picked her up right away as I knew that she had gotten bit I picked her up and said pain go now in the name of Jesus or I said pain go now and then yeah I said pain go now in the name of Jesus and as I picked her she had been crying so much this the moment I said that she stopped crying instantly and I watched as the indention went away in her finger and uh, all the bruising completely left. Like when all that disappeared, she stopped crying, and that's humanly impossible. But that is the authority when we understand who we are in Christ. There's this this uh indignation that rises up, and it's like it, it just it just out of being in Him, you speak to those things, and it's just like almost the Holy Spirit is. Is uh, speaking through you in this power that is being released, but it's in him and you are in him. So I just want to encourage you all in this, um, season that the basically the world is in together that you are not powerless, that you don't have to think that what can I do and just be so afraid of everything that is happening around you. You are, you are powerful because you have authority in Christ. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is inside of you in the Holy Spirit. He is in you and he is speaking to you and communicating to you what Jesus Christ has done. He is, he is pointing you to Jesus Christ and the Father. You are in Christ, seated on the right hand of the Father in the heavenly realms. You are not powerless, and you are not a victim of your circumstances. You speak because you are a victor in Christ. You are victorious, and you can speak to these circumstances, the harassment, the obstacles, the virus. You can speak to it and curse it, command it to to die. And if you don't know if you're completely there, know the truth intimately. That's what the Bible says. The truth will set you free. But it is the truth of of who you are, God's ways, who you are in Him. What He has done that is going to set you free from fear. From all these things that hold you back. That keep you from knowing the truth. So Father, I just pray that you will... Allow your sons and your daughters to know the truth intimately, that you will start it inside of them, something that cannot be taken away from them. Father, I pray that they will will make themselves good ground, that you will make them good ground to receive the word and produce fruit in their lives, Father. I pray that you will bless each one of your sons and daughters and set them free from the spirit of fear, Father, that it will rise up inside of them. I speak against fear that it go now in the name of Jesus, every obstacle and hindrance be removed now in the name of Jesus and speak to your circumstances, speak to the things that are around you, ask the Father to strengthen you in your inner man and speak speak to those things. You have authority in Christ and you speak as he is speaking because he has given you power of attorney. So I just pray, father, bless them in Jesus name. Okay, guys, be encouraged, be strengthened in your inner man and know you have authority. You are not powerless in any of your situations, circumstances that come before you. So I will speak to you next week and have a lovely Easter and a lovely Polska.